So, given the time of year that it is, Stephen, mm -hmm. Seagerson, Fitzgibbon normally on this time of year, Freshers Championships, um, I said it might be a good chance to ask someone who's experienced both sides of it, hurling and football, about their experiences in it, um, and who better to ask than you. Um, but before we get there, do you want to give a quick background before you got to college of maybe secondary school, your, your experiences in Ross Gray, I think it was, wasn't yeah. it? And I suppose what influence that had on your sport and career afterwards? Okay, well, um, I went to Sturgeon College, Ross Gray, was a boarding school in Shinron, just outside Ross Gray, which is in Leinster. So we played in the Leinster Championship. It was a rugby school predominantly, and uh, hurling was the second sport. We played a bit of those soccer and athletics, kind of, when those seasons were off. Um, I was lucky enough with a couple of the lads there, uh, Paddy O'Brien and John O'Brien from Toomeyvara, yeah. and uh, I was very good pals with them. So after about the junior cup year in the rugby, uh, I broke my ankle and I missed the season and I kind of went more so towards uh, hurling after that. So, um, but there was a good lot of lads there that played a lot of Gaelic football. And uh, in the off season then, when the hurling and the rugby was over, we played a lot of Gaelic football as well. But um, then when I went to UCD, then um, obviously we had the hurling and the, and the Gaelic football. And of course, Croom, we had a very good uh, generation of players around my year, a couple of years ahead, a couple of years behind. There was a group of us there and we, we won a lot of titles, premier titles uh, in Numic at um, underage and up along. So I had that background in, in the, the duel. Um, what would you say? Entering Rascray and leaving, what would, what would be the big things that you picked up from playing the rugby, playing the hurling? Like, what, what were the big things you takeaways from? Well, I would definitely say that sports complement each other, and I think all the studies bear that out. That the more sports you play, the skills complement each other and they aid. And but then, if you're going to specialise, you should do so maybe around 15, 16, rather than at what they're talking about now, like which is like 10, 11, 12, 13, that's way too young to do that. You shouldn't be forcing fellas down in elite routes at that stage. Mm. Just let fellas, young lads play. Um, the, the, well, when you're in boarding school, you know, if you're not studying, you're there all the time, especially at weekends. Paddy and John and the lads got to go home at weekends, but I only got home once a month, so I had nothing else to do but use the hurling alley. So it was just that time practicing, only for it and poking around with Paddy most of the time. Then uh, that, that's where I got up my uh, striking on my left and my right. So it was just repetition, repetition, practice and long striking like so. And uh, we had an excellent teacher there, uh, Hugh MacDonald, uh, he passed away uh, a couple of years ago, but he was our geography Irish teacher, but he was the hurling coach for the few years. And we just, he was great, you know, he, we really rode in behind him, you know, and um, we got to the All-Ireland Colleges final in B. We beat Cloche Doan of Dublin in the Leinster final and got to the All-Ireland final against St. Clements as it happens. And St. Clements at that time, 1997, were like <laughs> the equivalent of Ards Colerich, and now they're like the who's who of the Limerick Minor Hurling team. So I could, I could ream it off there, it was like three quarters of the Limerick Miners were on that team. And uh, we were beaten, we were point down a few minutes left and uh, they got a goal at the end then, won by four points. But um, that was a good grinding of hurling, like regular hurling, like, you know, five, six days a week mm. hurling. Or practically, sorry, maybe even every day yeah. of the week for five years. And you were more confident leaving there? Oh, absolutely. The more you play, it's like any sport, the more you play it, the better you get. So, true school and next thing you're doing medicine, is it? Yeah. So you're heading towards the capital, UCD. Um, you're a Limerick... Are you playing minor Limerick yeah, at this so stage? Yeah, so with Limerick, 
because of Ross Gray, like I was not allowed back okay. to play with the Limerick underage teams. I think I played the interdivision under 16 hurling one or two years. I played the uh, under 16 football Woodlands. That was my first jersey wing back. I still have that jersey. And um, we did well. We only were beaten by Cork County by two points. And then we won the Shield. So that wasn't too bad. Um, a lot of those lads went on then to the Limerick Miners of 98. So I was the captain of the minor hurlers that year. And um, that I actually did a year in tutorial after Ross Gray before I went to Dublin. So I was on both squads and uh, I, I kind of got away with playing in tutorial even though it wasn't allowed. I used to uh, hide my gear bag in Souths and grab it at uh, between five and seven and head up to Mary Eye and Leonard Enright, God rest him, used to let me into tag out and puck around. Spoiled. You've always been spoiled your whole life. <laughs> well, I got lucky there, you know. So yeah. like there was nothing to do like, between five and seven. So I had free time. So I got to go up and practice there. And uh, anyway, the, the minors that year, we had, um, we would lost about two points to Clare in the hurling. You know, we, we were missing Brian Geary, um, we were missing uh, Kevin Carey and Mars Kirby, so our centre back and our centre forward and one of our best forwards were missing. Uh, the, um, the football, we did very well. We beat Cork in the minor football monster championship and we lost to Kerry. That was the famous goal that was to hit the back stanchion from yeah. Michael Hand down in Thurles. And uh, that was, Pat O'Shea was coaching us that year. Yeah. You often reference him as a massive... Uh, yeah, fantastic. Incredible coach. Very lucky to have a coach like him. Like Donny Buckley and uh, Pat O'Shea, I'd say, were the two most... Uh, the best coaches I have in yeah. terms of detail and um, individual, you know, uh, demonstrating what you should and shouldn't be doing, you know, technical coaching. Yeah. The, the training sessions were 90 minutes long uh, in the, the P-field field in Monlean on Saturdays. Mm. Uh, you sneak out a tutorial to go to those as well. <laughs> it was the only man, actually, to ever make me get sick. Uh, at training Pat those they were so tough like but really 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 good grinding like and technical tactical sessions as well like and we were 17 18 like so gave us an excellent um, base so you were well grounded I was well well coached in football before I even got to UCD so going in the door UCD I asked this before you're from Limerick obviously you're going into a college that's drawn from so many counties Um, obviously hurling and football you were playing so what was your what was your kind of thought process going in the door there, day yeah. one, before you'd met anyone? My friend Paddy went up anyway, we were on the, um, I think we were on the, I don't know, was it hurling or, he was on the hurling, I might have been on a dual or hurling scholarship, but um, that was fine, the hurling freshers, we got to the all Ireland final, and um, we should have won that game, we lost the GMIT, horrible day, but in the football I started off on the B team, now in those days it was like Dublin, Meath, and the surrounding counties around, uh, uh, around Dublin, yeah. and all county players on there, so like, I was coming from Limerick, I was just an so afterthought. So straight away you think So straight away I was onto yeah. the Bs. Yeah. And I wasn't having that. <laughs> so I, uh, I says, right, I'm going to prove these, these guys, prove me right, not prove them wrong. Yeah. Like um, Casper Schmeichel said that in a podcast recently and it stuck with me. Like, and uh, it's not about others, it's about you. Yeah. So like I was, uh, I'm going to get onto that team now. And sure enough, after a few matches then, I was onto the A's with the lads. Yeah. You know, and uh, after that, a lot of the lads on that freshers team actually fell away and yeah. um, didn't play. Like uh, over my time in UCD, we we won a Dublin championship, we won another 21 championship, we we lost three Sigerson finals over my six years there. Like so, and a lot of the lads there. Now I was there six years. The lads were there four, three or four, but a lot of them didn't go on mm. from that year. And I wasn't a very strong 
uh, fresh as football year. Yeah, it's but a few you, like it. I know Shawnee Buckley said recently when I was chatting about it, he said it's, it is what you make of it. And it sounds like you were just decided you were going to make the most out of it. Mm. It didn't matter how good the freshers team was or yeah. wasn't at that time. Mm. You were just going to see how, how good you were going to be and how far it would take you. And playing with the likes, if you, I know you've, you've told me before some of the characters and, and class players that you played with, but training with those lads in UCD, what did that do for your game, both oh, football like, and hurling? I don't know. It was incredible stuff. You know, um, I was surrounded by county players. Like, I was living on campus for the six years and I was living with some of them. Like, I lived with Nigel Crawford, the medium midfielder, for three years. I remember it was start of second year, I was living with Nigel. No sign of Nigel for the first week of college because they just won the All-Ireland on Sunday. So obviously Nigel's off on the tear for the week. But then he came back like he was like a rock star, you know. So like, he was just hanging out with this guy just won the All-Ireland. Like, yeah. We're only 20, yeah. 19 or 20 at the time. You know, so um, like you and I, there was two generations nearly. us when I was there, age 19, 20, it was my first year on the Sigerson in second year. Like, they brought us in after Christmas for a training camp. Like, so you were starting on the Monday, college, after Christmas. And we came back on like the Thursday or Friday. So we had three days, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday of training, like twice a day. First training session on the Friday morning, whatever. So there I was, I was put in wing forward. So who was a Mac and only Dick Meehan, who had, you know, won the All-Ireland, two All-Irelands with, uh, with Galway. I swear to God, it was like trying to follow the roadrunner, road like, you know, up and down and up. And I nearly calved after that training yeah. session. But surrounded by class players like Pat Andrews, who's the Dublin wing back, Kieran McManus, Nigel Crawford, John Hegarty from Wexford, Mick O'Keefe, the Dublin corner forward, like Noel Maguire from uh, uh, Sligo fullback, Brendan O'Hanney, the centre back, wing back for Wicklow, like wall to wall county mm. players, lads from Wexford, Dara Breen, Philip Wallace, you know, so being in that company. You know, it only brings your skill level up. As Paul Kinnork and others uh, uh, talk about, you have to put your, you can't be just doing drills uncontested. It's all about games-based scenarios, and all about all those were playing matches. It was yeah. very match-based in college, yeah, it was, as yeah. opposed to to club training or mm. county training. Very match-based, mm. and uh, you're like you're you're making quick decisions because the speed of it is a lot higher. It's like county team. Yeah. So um, that brought me on for sure. Yeah. I suppose at that level they're expecting a lot of uh, kind of na- natural ability, natural kind of game sense, and that's why you are able to play the matches. Mm. But uh, you know when you're playing Mark and Declamine and like you're there, okay, this fella's like this fella's running me into the ground here. What's like what, what goes through your head after that session? Is it a case of well I lived with him, so I'm able to do it, or is it a case of well there's the level now yeah. that I need probably to to concentrate on and to get to? Just like. as you said, there's the level. I'm going to like obviously I was never going to get as fast as Declan. Like yeah. he was in particular, he was fast. But I says yeah, I get my hands on the ball. That was only the first goal. Like was, you know there's loads of other sessions and there was training sessions where you'd have good days and training sessions when you have bad ones mm. or average. So you just have to try your best, be the best you can be all the time. Like that's train as hard as you can. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to do. Get the most. The other thing was it was re- it was great crack. <laughs> yeah, we absolutely had the time for lives. College, if you ask anyone, college is the best days of your life. Yeah, we had serious crack because every match was was after it. Back in those days, now when you ask anybody, every time, especially in college, you play a match, you go out afterwards. Yeah, like most people now wouldn't be out all week like mm. if you had a game on you'd stay in like for the few nights before it like even if the big games you, you wouldn't be going out at all you'd be building up to them like you know but afterwards it was great crack and did that, do you feel that helped as well getting so friendly Absolutely. with these guys like it was like they're you know you're you're all young lads you know you're all you know having the crack you're all going out together you know it's it, and then the football and the sport together like it's it's brilliant i, I you know yeah. the best days and i suppose taking quickly back to Limerick then if you had met and when you did meet those, those guys when it came back to playing inter-county both hurling and football 
obviously at that stage then you're like well I was able to live with these guys at the highest level in college and I was able to learn off them so when you're walking onto the pitch to play those games with Limerick you probably like what was the feeling then did you just feel like well I'm able to I, this is my level I'm very comfortable here and like we played in so many big games with UCD we were mm. in Sigerson quarterfinals semi-finals and finals every year three Sigerson finals Dublin Championship we won it in 2002 into the Leinster Championship uh, Dublin were 21 in the in the hurling we got to, we won three Dublin Championships and we got to two Leinster finals Finals, only barely beaten in them like so we're playing high level all along with UCD um, you know Croom were doing really well for a few years like you know I know we didn't get to, to win the intermediate in football and that like but you know we got close enough like we're playing at a reasonable standard like you'd myself Razor and Galf yeah. in Croom like so there was a decent standard and a decent standard of dual players there like so you know I was lucky in that in that generation but going back to the county all of those things together add up yeah. and just make you a better player yeah so, like, I suppose the message to any player that's going into a college environment, whether it be UCD, UL, whatever, is is to take advantage of and make the most of your exposure and experience your there. Yeah. So I mean, you're in college. Make the most of the best days of your life. Like playing on those teams, like it's great crack. Yeah. Whatever about uh, how serious <laughs> yeah. it's gone, it's great fun. Like. Uh, any player that goes in off, uh, from uh, you know the Limerick Miners in football or hurling, um, whether you're whatever college you're in, you should give it a shot. Like yeah. back yourself. I mean, there's more to life than just you know going out in the tear and you know having house parties and getting a part-time job and all that. Like I mean, you should play in college. Mm. That was my belief anyway. Yeah. You know. And it wasn't like you were doing a course that was uh, you could just um, rock in and rock out whenever whenever you wanted. Like so, you were doing medicine at the time. Mm. Um, Tough course. Well, I don't think I made a Friday afternoon lecture for the entire <laughs> six years that I was there. I was gone in the lunchtime train on a Friday, but uh, I still managed to get through. In though, I think it's a bit different nowadays. There's more continuous assessment. In yeah. those days, the vast majority of uh, marks for your year were Christmas and summer, so you could kind of cram uh, in the lead up to those, and yeah. it was a bit better, you know. But you were able to balance I, that. Yeah. Plus playing, plus going out, um, plus getting back to play with crew. Yeah, like you were. Well, you have to have the want to do it. Like, yeah, that's. If the you thing. don't have the real desire, like I wanted to do it all. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to be able to do as much as I did. Like. Yeah. You know, but if some lads aren't bothered, they're just not that into it. I mean, that's. They're not going to. Yeah. No matter. What they no matter what could, environment. I suppose. Yeah, you're right. Reach their potential. That's it. No matter what environment you're going into. Yeah, and you can't make somebody want that. Like. No. You can only guide them and advise them. Yeah. So they make you basically go back to the point earlier. You make the most of it, like, and yeah. you're going into that environment straight away when they said mm. you, okay, I, I, and because I still remember going into UL and they asking, okay, what club you're from, what county you're from, and right now Limerick, and you, you get a certain type of look when you're when you're going for the football, um, but you didn't let that. No, I wouldn't have you. that. No yeah. way. No way. Yeah. Like, and no one else should have that. No. If you go with that attitude, you'll never achieve anything. Mm. That's ridiculous attitude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was an attitude, yeah. It's something I do regret. It's something I do regret that I didn't try and make more yeah. of it. But it's, Show it's, them what you've got. Yeah. Fight for who you are. Fight for your team, your family, your club, your county. It's not corny at all. Yeah. Just go out there and do it, like, and show them what you can do. And I suppose another thing, and you've, I know you've spoken about him um, very favourably and finally over the years, but going into a place like UCD, when you met and were kind of handled and, and looked after by someone like Dave, Dave Billings. Oh, like, yeah. to have someone in an environment like that where you're, obviously, look, you were going up and you were confident about who, who you were, but then to be kind of shown the ropes and to be looked after by someone in that environment was very important, yeah. Yeah, I was very, very, very lucky with Dave. Like, uh, yeah, you, you know, you've seen all the, the tributes paid to yeah. Dave since he passed away, but what a character, like, 
in loco parentis is what they say, like he was in place of your parents. He really looked after me. He was like a father figure. It was desperate when he passed away suddenly. Um, you know, he's done more for so many lads, lads that had finished college, lads that were in college, getting them tickets for all Ireland's, organising transport for them, giving them a few bob out mm. of his own pocket when they needed it, not expecting it back, sorting out CVs and putting them in touch with uh, certain professionals to try and help them get jobs further down the line. You know, you name it, he looked after lads. Like what he was an amazing guy. What were some of the, t like, and, and, and not to dwell on the point too much, because, but what a difference that would make to someone who's going into a big college like UCD or UL or UCC or wherever these lads are going to have to know that you have someone there yeah. that has your Himself best interests. Myself and Eamon Ryan at UCC were very very alike like I, yeah. I God rest Eamon passed away recently yes. as well a great guy great time for Eamon I'm very sad to see him pass away but again and ask, you listen to any of the interviews from the Cork ladies like mm. he's like a father figure to them and very interested in the person and looking after the person not just the player Dave was just like that yeah I suppose that's the, that's a very important point that Absolutely. they were like obviously they're GA men and J whatever J men J women we all are but like they're more interested about making sure you're comfortable that you're being looked after yeah. and I suppose that follows on then that you're more likely there's to there's loyalty then yeah and mutual loyalty and respect yeah. like back in those days there's a different type of person these days in college yeah. like I don't know if UCD would ever get Dublin Championship teams back on again certainly mm. in hurling like because you've lads are doing work at the, you know they're part-time jobs or they're going home and they're not as into it like we were definitely like in the true sense of a club club like Ballystine Fu yeah. or Croom for me that was absolutely there for UCD yeah. at the time. I was going to ask that actually. Where, like, where, where does UCD? Not that you're going. To, I'm not going to ask anyone to compare where they come versus club county and all that. But it meant a lot to you to play for huge UCD. Amount, huge, huge. And Dave was the kernel of that. Like, yeah. I mean, he was our leader. He was the centre of it all. I mean, even when UCD finally won the Sigerson, like they finally won it after all those years losing it. Yeah. It was just the year after he passed away. You know, like, you know, it was almost. Poetic almost, like, yeah. you know, it was very sad in a way, but, you know, I remember Jack McCaffrey, who was very close to Dave as well, mm. you know, and he was the captain of UCD that, that year, like, you know. Dave would have been involved in Dublin for Dave a did couple of years. Enough, like, I mean, you ask a lot of the Dublin lads, he's very, very good pals with uh, Pillar, yeah. and they, I think he was a selector with Pillar, yeah. and a lot of young lads, he helped them come through, and a lot of the lads who won, went on and won multiple All-Irelands would talk about Dave as well, like, yeah. you know, he was involved with the underage teams, helped them out bits and pieces. Like, you know, I was, I was up and down playing matches twice in one day. Like, I'd play in Dublin and get down to Limerick. Like, he organised a, a, a four-seater plane down for me once. And um, we, we played were well Dublin. looked after. We were, yeah, well, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, he, he just did that like, yeah. back in those days, you know. Um, we played a match in Parnell, I think, or in O'Toole Park, out to uh, Westminstown and got the plane down, landed in an airfield in Palace Green over to Kilfinnan to play an intermediate or was it a junior <laughs> football match possibly even against Galti Gales yeah. do you know this, this is mad stuff like another yeah. time I went down played a match in Dublin got a helicopter down landed in the, the field or the grass beside the Castle Troy Park Hotel yeah. and went over to Clahan to play against geez, I can't, was it Palace Green we played that night like again playing two matches one day it's crazy it, stuff like. only Dave Billings would sort that stuff but out I'm sure and a taxi to take you from <laughs> the you, pitch you no, no, from the pitch over to catch, to catch that to get down in time like you know but I'm sure if it was the other way around though because he was doing that for you to get back to play with your club loyalty 
if it's good around, you'd have, you'd have moved mountains to, to get to up, get to, up play there, with, yeah. to play with UCD. Mm. Like, and and you, how did you, I know at the minute, um, Garod, uh, Hegarty is probably the most uh, modern example of someone who has married playing inter-county football for a while with the Hurling, and even when he was in UL, he was marrying the Sigerson with the Fitzgibbon. Mm. And he puts Here's an example of a guy now, an incredible leader, mm. an incredibly honest guy, and very committed and very determined. The mm. exact guy you'd want in your dressing room. Yeah. You know, signs on he's probably going to win Hurl of the Year this year. Probably, he's an yeah. amazing lad. Yeah. When we, you and I, you know, we played with him for yeah. a year or two, and John Bruder really, really invested in him. And um, uh, Hego acknowledged that in his interviews recently that he wouldn't be where he was only for his time with the footballers. Yeah. You know, so it's really stood to him. And did you find and that it stood to you at that time? Like, did you kind of. Obviously, there's an element of burnout when you're involved with so many teams, but mm. did you feel that playing both at that high level in college was was good uh, obviously there's, there's obviously drawbacks to it, but what, what, what did you make of it yeah there's pros and cons definitely yeah. nowadays no way could yeah. you play the two no it doesn't really happen back anymore. in those days there wasn't as many qualifiers there wasn't as much training the season wasn't as long when one competition finished you went on to the other i was lucky with liam kearns around then that he allowed me to miss the trainings because yeah. he knew I was playing. Like, I wasn't exactly up mm. sitting on the couch playing the PlayStation. You hardly like, trained there for about six years, I'd say. Was just going from match to match. <laughs> well, there was loads of matches. I like. know, yeah. Um, there was one particular pinch point um, in 2001. Uh, so we were in the Fitzgibbon and Sigerson, And um, we, we drew the Fitzgibbon final. And then we played the Sigerson final a few days later. And I tore my hamstring. I was playing half hours Mac and Dickie McCrasson up in Jordanstown. Mm. And uh, we had the replay all against UCC in the Fitzgibbon a few days later and then we hit the Munster under 21 football final against Cork all those games were in the space of 12 days yeah. and I tried to play Mark Van Drum to, um, was trying to sort my hamstring but like really I, there's no way in hell I should have got on but I played I started against uh, UCC anyway in midfield I was gone after about 10-12 minutes like there's no way but like you would have had to shoot me to get me off the pitch there to not get me to start but um, and I didn't get to play the the Munster final match. Oh, you missed that, against, Yeah, against Cork. Let the match you won? No, that's the game we lost in okay. uh, 2001. But um, yeah, there was a, that was a pinch point there. But in, all in all, a lot of stuff was at different time parts of yeah, the year. Different year as you well. Know, um, it got harder as time went by. Like in a couple of years there, like after 2005, I tried to play the duel in 2006. Mm. And I was doing, P- uh, asked Donald O'Sullivan, I was doing paediatrics. We're on call every four nights. Mm. So doing not only 24 hours, like you do your 24 hours from nine one day to nine the next day and the whole next day, finish till five. Mm. So whatever that is, like 32 hours in a row and you're doing that every four days. So I played the first round of the league against uh, Roscommon. Common, yeah. And uh, I couldn't, I was wiped out. I couldn't yeah. do it anymore. You so tried to get me drafted off the team before you left Quail the team. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, so then I played the hurling only for a couple of years. And then when Donny and Mickey and Edward there, I came back and tried the two in 09 and, and 2010, then things went a bit pear-shaped with the hurling. But, um, oh yeah, but at the time in college... Uh, in college, like it wasn't as bad because like, yeah. they were understanding, the yeah. managers, you know. Uh, yeah, it did change. I say the sports scientists nowadays just wouldn't, no, wouldn't it's, watch. it's not possible. Like, like. just wouldn't. And it's gone to such a level now that it's very... Like, there's, there isn't enough hours in the week hardly to play. Yeah. Well, I'll give you one specific example that made it, it hit home for me. In 2009, we had a very good year with football. We got very close against Cork. Yes. And we had, a very, we had a good year. I was playing well in the hurling in the National League. and But it was literally match, 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 right through the year, right up. Now the hurling we had Justin and we got, it was a bit of a topsy-turvy, we were going fine and then we just lost to Waterford in a replay, mm. I think it was a replay, anyway, and uh, we eventually got to play, we beat 
Wexford in a torrent down in Wexford, just about beat Leash and just about beat Dublin. So we were playing uh, Tip, and I remember um, that was the day we got well beat. 2011 was it? Yeah, 2009, very dark day. And um, remember John O'Brien actually half forward catching the ball, he was left half forward. And I knew he was going to turn in field and strike, hit it into Owen Kelly, who was full forward. So I read that and ran out in front. But what I did was I put my hand down to gather the ball. You never do it. And I would never, ever, <laughs> ever have done that. Now, if I was hurling only that year, t 10 times out of 10, I'd have put my hurley down to control yeah. that. That was 11, I'd say, because you came on. No. Are you sure? 2009. Okay. I'll, I'll take your words for it. You, you're good I at that. I remember it, yeah. And back of the net, Sean <laughs> Kelly on his own in the 20-yard line, bang, goal. And that was the start, the start of a very bad day. So, look. Ah, yeah, but, like, you've... you've, you've you, so, so, straight out, would you... If you were going to college now... It's hard to know, obviously, because I even see with the freshers in UL, the minute they go in the door, it's, you, the lads don't play freshers hurling a football. It's not a rule, but because there's so much involved in it, that they find it very hard to even do both. Um, where possible do you think? Every manager now, even if they're with the junior Z team, are trying to put a mark in it and train every God-given hour, mm. run it like an inter-county team. That's just the way it's gone. Oh, yeah. You know? So it's up to the it's up to the men management. It's up to the what the player wants. Well, I like, suppose, yeah. When I was in college versus what's there now, and when you were in college versus yeah. what's there now, ah, it, yeah, as different. you just said, it's probably harder to do the two. It is. So no, I'm not espousing that we do the two. I'm just saying that like, if, I'm, what I'm saying is, if you are a hurler or you are a footballer and you go to college, make should, the most of it. You should make the most of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's the bottom line yeah. from this talk. Oh ah, yeah. And I suppose nearly finishing up now. So those lads that you played with in college, you still keep in contact with with some of them? Uh, yeah, we'd be uh, we'd be on to each other a bit. Famous yeah. WhatsApp groups or um, no, not so Jesus, much? Yeah, there was no mobile phones back in those <laughs> days, like so it's good, like you know. But uh, I'd have more WhatsApp groups with the Limerick teams now that I played on uh, rather than. But I'd be texting the the some of the UCD lads. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. So still friends with lads who you play well, like, with. Put you like this: if I met him anywhere, we'd be having the crack yeah. immediately. Which shows you the bonds. Yeah, the bonds never break, even though you don't see each other, hear from each other. You nearly fall straight back into having this crack. Yeah, like I know, you know it's, it's so the it's way great. it should be. It, it is, exactly. and it leads to, to better teams generally when you have that in them. Yeah. Um, so kind of last thing, learn. without kind of drawing a line under it, you're a Limerick hurler, Limerick footballer, going into any college and. What's your advice to them? I know we've kind of touched on it, but going in the door day one, without anything being said to you, without any form being filled out or any aspirations of what you might achieve or things put on you of what you can't achieve, like what, would you, what would be the message there? Being organised, 100%. There's too many scatterbrains out there. You just have to know when training is on and plan and look ahead. So like know when matches are going to be on, know when your club matches and training are going to be on. If you're with a county team, know when they're on. Have like a calendar, know when different things are on so that you know where you're going to be, where your pinch points are, you know, where your lectures and your exams are going to be mm. so that you're planning ahead. Mm. That was the one thing I was very good at and it served me well in trying to do all that, all the, co all the uh, college work for my uh, course and all the hurling and the football. I knew exactly when everything was on. As soon as a fixture was coming, or even at different times of the year, I knew when things were on, you know, and it just allowed me to be able to do all that stuff. Yeah, and you made the most out of every every college experience then because of that. Like yeah. you were you you were able to give the time to the college. Yeah, and yeah. and experience everything that you experienced. So that's what I would say: just be organised yeah. and know when things are on and mark them down in your calendar, so you'll be able to do them. Like, is there anything else that you would like to to kind of get across? Just don't miss out. Like, don't miss out in college. Like, it's too many fellas. I just don't understand why they just don't bother. Yeah. 
Do you know, they miss out on so much. Like, I mean, I don't think they realise it unless they were part of it. How enjoyable. Like, it is super crack, like, yeah. honest to God. <laughs> like, and, and the benefit from playing with those guys. You know, a lot of those guys will go on and win All-Irelands that yeah. you will be playing with, in, you know, in the different uh, colleges. So make the most of it. Soak it up. Share those experiences. Mm. You know, it, it develops you as a player, it develops you as a person. You know, so definitely do it. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks very much. 27 minutes.